Hello and welcome to Physician Assistant in a Flash, the flashcard style podcast to get you ready for your clinical medicine exams, end of rotation exam, pack rat, pants, or panry. By now you should know all of the content and you're ready to start actively recalling the information that you need to pass your exam. Join me if you are ready to become a physician assistant in a flash. Welcome back, podcast friends. We're officially moving into the H-E-E-N-T portion of the family medicine end of rotation exam topic list, which is provided by the PAEA. This section is 8% of the family medicine end of rotation exam. It's 7% of the pants. It doesn't sound like a lot of weight for your exams, but there are a lot of potential topics that might come up. I'm going to focus this episode on ophthalmology, or the I part of H-E-E-N-T, and then we'll cover E-N-T in the next episode, remembering that both of these episodes as a whole uh, will be 8% of the end of rotation exam and 7% of the pants. For optho, my primary study tip is to focus on the things that stand out for each diagnosis. If you're reading a question and someone has a fixed mid-dilated pupil, what's on the differential? What about a red spot on the fovea? These buzzwords should guide you to picking the correct answer on your exams. So look out for those and now let's get into those flashcards. What is a hordeolum? A small, pointed, red, tender, swollen nodule or pustule on the eyelid margin. It's caused by a staph infection. What is the leading cause of orbital cellulitis? A strep pneumo infection of the ethmoid sinus. A patient with acute onset vision loss has an absent red reflex on the right side. She has no pain. What is the most likely diagnosis? Retinal detachment. What are some causes of painful vision loss? Angle closure glaucoma, that's acute onset glaucoma, optic neuritis, and temporal arteritis. What are some risk factors for central retinal vein occlusion? Diabetes, glaucoma, and polycythemia. What is the most common cause of age-related vision loss? Cataracts. What are some fundoscopic exam findings for diabetic retinopathy? Retinal hemorrhage and cotton wool spots. Bitemporal hemianopsia should make you think of which underlying pathology? Pituitary adenomas. 
What is the treatment for a subconjunctival hemorrhage? This is self-limited. It doesn't require further treatment unless there are risk factors for complications like clotting disorders or a ruptured globe. What are some side effects of latanoprost? Ophthalmic prostaglandins can cause change in iris color, eyelash length, and conjunctival hyperemia. What is the treatment for a hordeolum? Warm compress is first line. If you're going to use antibiotics, do topical erythromycin or bacitracin. Describe an ectropion. That's E-C-tropion, ectropion. This is when the eyelid everts outward. What is the treatment for dacryocystitis? Congenital obstructions might resolve spontaneously or with lacrimal massage, but a dacryocystorhinostomy is the only cure, and that's surgery. What are some risk factors for pterygium? Chronic sun exposure, repetitive trauma, dry, windy, or dusty conditions. What is the difference between open angle glaucoma and angle closure glaucoma? Open angle glaucoma is more common. It's chronic. This is usually going to present um, in a clinic setting. Angle closure glaucoma is acute onset, so this is likely going to be in the emergency room or urgent care setting, um, and it's very painful. On fundoscopic exam, you visualize a pale retina with a red spot on the fovea. What is the best next step in management? Urgent referral to ophthalmology. Um, this patient has a central retinal artery occlusion. You could do an ocular massage to attempt uh, clot dislodgement. How do you diagnose a corneal abrasion? Fluorescein stain or slit lamp. A patient has acute angle closure glaucoma. What do you expect to see upon inspection of the pupil? Fixed, mid-dilated, non-reactive pupil. What causes blepharitis? Chronic inflammation from recurrent staph conjunctivitis or seborrhea. A patient's inferior eyelid is inverted inward. They are complaining of constant foreign body sensation and itching. 
What is the best treatment? Botox injections or surgical correction for an entropion. What is the difference between preceptal cellulitis and postceptal cellulitis? Preceptal cellulitis does not affect the vision or eyeball, and it's treated with PO antibiotics. Postseptal cellulitis or orbital cellulitis does affect vision. It requires IV antibiotics and an ophthalmology consult. What physical exam findings are expected with angle closure glaucoma? Optic disc cupping with pallor, hard globe, blurred vision, mid-dilated pupil, and a hazy cornea. What is an Amsler grid used to diagnose? Macular degeneration. What condition causes opacity of the lens? cataracts. How often should someone with type 2 diabetes follow up with ophthalmology? Every year. What is hypopion? This is a layer of white blood cells in the anterior chamber, and it might be a sign of corneal ulcer. A patient complains of peripheral vision loss. What are some things on the differential diagnosis? Peripheral vision loss should make you think of glaucoma, retinal detachment, migraine, stroke, or a pituitary adenoma. Central vision loss should make you think of optic neuritis, macular degeneration, or retinal occlusion. What are some treatment options for blepharitis? Wash with warm water and baby shampoo or another gentle soap, warm compress, or topical erythromycin. What causes dacryocystitis? Staph or strep? How should you diagnose orbital cellulitis? with a CT of the orbits in sinuses. A patient has a wedge-shaped fleshy vascular overgrowth of the left conjunctiva, and it extends over the cornea. What is the most likely diagnosis? Pterygium. Describe the presentation of retinal detachment. 
painless loss of peripheral vision. It's like a curtain closing across the visual field. They might have flashes, floaters, shadows, and wavy distortions. What are some medical management options for open-angle glaucoma? Prostaglandins, like latanoprost, are first line. Other options are cholinergic agonists, like pilocarpine, and beta blockers, like timolol. List some risk factors for macular degeneration. Age, white race, female, family history, smoking, aspirin use, cardiovascular disease, and light iris color. Which pathogen is strongly associated with using contact lenses? Pseudomonas. List some vision changes associated with migraine headaches. Loss of peripheral vision, floaters, flashers, scotoma, and auras. Describe dacryocystitis. What is it? It's a unilateral obstruction or infection of the lacrimal sac could be caused by staph or strep. It presents with localized pain, swelling, drainage, or excessive tearing. A patient has ocular itching, conjunctival injection, cobblestone papilla, and stringy mucoid discharge. What is the most likely diagnosis? Allergic conjunctivitis. What is a normal intraocular pressure? Ten to twenty-one. What are some risk factors for central retinal artery occlusion? Carotid disease, temporal arteritis, atrial fibrillation and oral contraceptive pills. What are drusen? Drusen are yellow nodular protein deposits on the retina associated with macular degeneration. What are some fundoscopic findings associated with hypertensive retinopathy? Copper wire narrowing, um, silver wire sclerosis, AV nicking, cotton wool spots, optic disc edema, and flame-shaped retinal hemorrhages. What is a hyphema?
This is a collection of red blood cells in the anterior chamber. It's caused by trauma. Describe amaurosis fugox. This is transient monocular vision loss caused by a retinal embolus. It's associated with carotid disease and temporal arteritis. What is an entropion? The eyelid turns inward, causing irritation, burning, or a foreign body sensation. Okay, last question. What is the difference between a hyphema and a subconjunctival hemorrhage? A hyphema is a collection of blood in the anterior chamber. It requires immediate ophthalmology intervention. It looks like blood is pooling in front of the iris. A subconjunct subconjunctival hemorrhage occurs in the subconjunctival space, which is the white part of the eye, um, but it spares the limbic space and it doesn't require immediate intervention. The blood does not obstruct the iris. It just looks like the white part of the eye is filled with blood. So I'm tying this into uh, my closing remarks and a final statement, I guess, for this episode of the podcast. I highly recommend utilizing Google Images to try and compare and contrast conditions that have similar characteristics, especially if you've only been reading about them. You will certainly have images that supplement questions on your exams, and a visual clue could get you some very easy points if you've seen it before. This isn't true only for optho, but with dermatology too, especially dermatology. Um, reading about hyphema versus subconjunctival hemorrhage, they sound very similar because they're both cases of ocular bleeding that are caused by trauma. But if you look at the two side by side, you'll see that they're actually very different. In the next episode, we are um, wrapping up H-E-E-N-T. We're focusing on ears, nose, and throat. So be sure to tune in as uh, we finish this part of the PAEA topic list for the Family Medicine End of Rotation Exam.